Shinavaditam Parikramaki Dai Nithai Go Permanande. So Srila Guru Maharaj, he once wrote an article in the days of Gaudiya Mat and Srila Saraswati Thakur called The Pontifical Position of Madhavendra Puri. This was an unusual word for us to encounter because generally uh, the only time we'd heard the word pontiff was in relation to the Pope of the Catholic Church. They call him the pontiff. But I know from my experience as the editor of the Guardian of Devotion Press and also acutely listening to the talks of Srila Guru Maharaj, if he selects a word, it's a very conscious and perfect selection. It's like the American humorist Mark Twain. He once said that the difference between an acceptable word and the exact word is the difference between lightning and a lightning bug, or what some people use, firefly. One is okay, the other strikes the heart. And Saraswati Thakur also says that's, uh, well, quoting, that is the purpose of the poetry the poetic arrow to strike the heart. The heart is the target. That is what is important. The heart is the target. As Gurudev said many times, this is a heart-to-heart transaction. The heart is the target. Madhavendra Puri's heart is the target of Krishna Prem. He's been described as the... uh, Krishna Prem Pur. Just like you have uh, you know, Mathura Puri, Jagannath Puri, Pur, Pura is a Sanskrit word that means city. It's like the city of Krishna Prem. Why pontifical? Pontiff. Maybe some are familiar with the words uh, pontoon. Pontoons are, uh, uh, they make for, create a bridge over water. Pontoons. The military uses this very often. They come to a river, there's no bridge, they make, put pontoons. So pontiff, the origins of that word is bridge. So then I could understand why Gormar is telling me, pontifical position of Madhavendra Puri, he's the bridge from the Madhva Sampradaya to what is now known as Gaudiya Sampradaya. Some places you'll see, it's written, Brahma Madhva Gaudiya Sampradaya. So Brahma Sampradaya, you have Brahma, Lakshmi, Sri, Rudra, Kumar. Uh, then to Madhva, Madhva Charja, we hear in other places, Hanuman, but the, their target is Vaikuntha, Lakshmi Narayan, which I like to remind the devotees, 
It's also Krishna, Radharani and Krishna. Ananda Chinmaya Rasa Pratibhavitavis Tiberia Eva Nidra Rupa Taya Kalabi Goloka Eva Navisatya Kilatma Bhuto Govinda Mari Purusham Tamaham Bajamim. Everything is in Brahma Sangita. That's why Mahaprabhu would share that with his intimate devotees. Gurudev always quoting Brahma Sangita. Ishwara Parama Krishna. Even in the beginning, sloka is someone. Ishwara Parama Krishna. Satchitananda Vigraha. But which Krishna? Ishwara Parama Krishna means Krishna of Dwarka? Krishna, which one? Anadi Adi, the original, the origin of them all, is Govinda. Anadi Adi Govinda. Sarva Karana Karanam, Govinda, that Krishna, uh, the cowherd, and by extension, Shama Sundar, Radharani, who's at the right hand of Radharani, that is Swayam Bhagavan, Ete Changsa Kalak Pungsa, Krishna's two Bhagavan Shayam. So sometimes Gurus would say, like Yudhisthira, <laughs> We're all brothers, I mean, Kaurav Pandavas, 105. But if you press us further and there's some disagreement, dissension, then it's 105. We're two groups. So when you say Brahma Madhva, we, I mean, Madhva charge is so great. Purna Pragya, Madhva Charja, and Hanumanji, and all of it. But when he says certain things, Guru Maharaj says, then we are parting. Or as is not accepting the Brahma Vimohan Leela of the Bhagavatam, uh, which is so favorite to Mahaprabhu and his devotees, these differences come. So there is no raga bhakti in uh, that line. What Gurumar is called calculative devotion, Vaikuntha. And he describes sometimes as the southern hemisphere of the spiritual world. It's a very beautiful description. As also Srila Saraswati Thakur says mystically, Goloka means a solid sphere. Right? You know, the circle itself is mystical. The ball, the sphere, is mystical. Especially a solid one. Where does it start? Everywhere you can start is like the infinite. Anywhere on a, a solid ball can be the beginning, the end, the middle. It's something like that. So as Guru Maharaj once said, what is, uh, you know, an infinite number of points make a line. Good point. An infinite number of points make a line. An infinite number of lines make a plane. An infinite number of planes make a solid. Goloka is a solid sphere. It's an infinite number of uh, planes of infinity, of all the aspects of divinity. But... 
leave it to Guru Maharaj, we could say, oh, it was a general thing. <laughs> Guru Maharaj would say, Vaikuntha is the southern hemisphere of that. Right? That's why Raghunath Das Goswami, who's so intense, fervent in his dedication, when he says things, Guru Maharaj quoting him, saying like, Manashiksha Prabhupada, uh, if you're too attentive to Vidhi Bhakti, then you'll be hurled down to Vaikuntha. Our devotees are not having a problem with this. <laughs> but for those who do, and if you're too attentive to that, you'll be hurled down to Vaikuntha. First, you think it's like, you'll have to go to hell. No, you think you'll be hurled down to where? Vaikuntha. Is there a world, a plane where Vaikuntha is where you get thrown down to? In the Briyad Bhagavatamritam, uh, Uttara, the divine lady, the mother of uh, Parikit Maharaj, uh, wife of Abhimanyu, Sanatana Goswami points out in his own commentary and his own sloka that, well, in one place in the Bhagavatam, he's saying, her name is used twice. If you interpret it a particular way, it's a list of divine ladies, but you can make a case that her name is mentioned twice. He's saying this underscores that she has some special qualification. So when she <coughs> approaches Parikat Maharaj, to hear Briyad Bhagavatamritam. After the, say, the first part, it's divided like uh, two, then comes Galoka Mahatmya. And she says, let me say, simple hearted Vaishnava, simple hearted lady, she said, This is all really wonderful, but when I think of the devotion of Yashoda, Nanda Yashoda, Gopi, there must be some place beyond Vaikuntha or higher than Vaikuntha to accommodate that type of devotion. And that leads to the Goloka Mahatmyam, the glorification of Goloka Vrindavan. So, Madhavan Rapuri, it's mentioned, if we look in the, as you're reading in the introductory section of Charitamritam Adi Lila, that just like in Krishna Lila, before Krishna descends, Guru Varga comes. Guru Varga has different meaning. Sometimes Guru Varga means mother, father, uncle, superiors. So the Guru Varga, and who's there before Mahaprabhu? Advaita, Haridas, and Madhavendra Puri. Sometimes it's said that a guru can be known, the greatness of a guru can be known by the disciples. Madhavendra Puri's disciples like Advaita Charja, Nityananda Prabhu, Parmananda Puri, Rangapuri, Ishwara Puri. So he's Mahaprabhu's Param Guru. Also, uh, I mentioned Rangapuri. Oh, Pundarik Vidyanidhi. <laughs> so... He's the guru of all of the Madhura Rasa heavyweights. And the others are 
who's Gadadhar Pandit a disciple of? Pundarik Vidyanidis. That means he's also the Param Guru of Gadadhar Pandit. It goes on and on. So Madhavendra Puri. How special is someone that the Lord chooses them to express something through them? But how special might they be if we say highest conception of guru, we take it, you know, kintu prabhu priya evatasya. Prabhu Priya, the one who's most dear to Krishna, means Radharani. If Radharani selects someone to express something from her heart, so Madhavan Rapuri, I know it reminds me of there was this sloka, the Sandhya Vandana Badrambastu Bhavata sloka that Gurudev had on his wall, he's like chanting a lot in his final days. And with his classic humor too, because the sloka is saying, I don't think that I need, you know, he's saying, forgive me, I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't chant Gayatri at the three sandhyas, I didn't do that, you know. He said, but now that I have this connection, which is what you would hope to get from all those things, they seem superfluous to me. So Gurudev was saying it from his heart on one level, but also with some mild humor that <laughs> he's unable to do so many things. Uh, and it talks about bathing. and the, I mean, Gurudev, he always sees some humorous thing that leads to something very deep and profound. It's as if he disguised himself by his humor, actually. As we hear sometimes, too, that people are very famous for being funny. They're actually extremely deep, sensitive people, but they have this uh, outer protective layer of the comical and the humorous to sort of conceal the deep emotional, ecstatic emotional interior. So, that Madhavendra Puri and Gurudev wrote another uh, article about his Kamadinam Katita Palita Durni Desha Sloka Tesham Jatamai Sloka where he's saying, I... <clears throat> I have so perfectly, so obediently served my senses my whole life. Like an obedient, faithful, unconditional servant of them. And they won't give me a holiday. After all this service, they won't give me a break. But then he says, but recently my spiritual intelligence has awakened, and now I refuse to obey their orders. That's another very beautiful sloka. Mugdam mam nigigantu niti nipuna sloka. Govinda padas priham. Another one where he says, let, you know, the Vedic people say what I'm doing, not Vedic. Let the moralists say I become immoral. Let my family members 
denounce me. He lists about everyone you could possibly list who on some level is opposed to Krishna consciousness. And he says, and you can add to that that what it is I aspire for, I haven't got it. Why don't we add that? Not only did I go against all of you in pursuit of something, but I'll be the first person to admit it, I don't have it. So the very thing I gave up the world for and everyone in connection with it, I don't have that. But I won't budge an inch from this aspiration, Govinda Padaspriham, of, of serving the lotus feet of Govinda. And this comes to the heart of the matter, that it's interesting that, you know, Kaviraj Goswami, as we told the other day, he's the inheritor of all of the wealth of Srup Damodar, Mahaprabhu Ditya Kalevar, through Raghunath Das. So, he, but he is, I mean, for dramatic tension, he's in his 90s. He says he's legally blind. He's arthritic. And that's when he's writing Chaitanya Charitamritam. Again, that's perfect. It, it just underscores, it's not a mundane uh, production. You would expect at that time, your memory's not so good. So that can't, he's legally blind, arthritic, and then some divine power is coming down and moving his hand. So much so that he says, Madan Mohan Vigraha. They're dictating this, and I'm writing it. So he's afraid that he'll leave the world before he gets to express everything. That's why in the Madhya Leela and Srila Gurudev, he could, and he often did, recite Madhya Leela chapter 2, the whole chapter. Sometimes he would just recite the whole chapter. Because the Madhya Leela of Chaitanya Charitamrita, chapter 2, is, it's everything. It's the essence. That's what Kaviraj Goswami wanted to give. And then he says, if I live, I'll explain all of this. But fearing that he won't live. And again, this is a sincere devotee. He doesn't think, oh, I'm Krishna, I'm Kaviraj, I'm so exalted. Of course Krishna is going to make me live. Right? Isn't this a Hollywood movie with a happy ending? No, he's thinking, maybe I won't live. He's asking the other Vaishnavas for permission to even write this book. Right? So he's thinking, here in Madhya Leela chapter 2, I'll give everything, essentially, what this whole book is meant to give. And there are so many wonderful slokas there very peculiar and very that's what it mentioned no prema gandasti drapi mehoro krandami sobhagyam param prakashitam bangshi bilashaya anyway where he says 
again, it's Mahaprabhu, but voicing Radharani's sentiments. His Guru Maharaj says, it's Krishna disguised as the agent. That's why we say channa, hidden. hidden. Hidden by what? Why? Why hide it? it? That's not the way to think. He's covered by the heart and halo of Radharani. That's what's hiding him. Uh, that we have to not think, because we're thinking like, gee, I, I mean, if this is what everyone's supposed to understand, why hide it? That's, it's not like that. Saying, Krishna is hidden beneath the heart and halo of Radharani. Anta Krishna Bahir Goram, Darshi Tangari Bhavavam, Jiva Goswami. Internally is Krishna, Anta Krishna Bahir Goram, externally Gora. Why? Because her heart radiating outward, Damna Svena Sadhana Kam. Satyam Puram Dimahi. She's illuminating the whole spiritual world. So her halo, told heart and halo, the halo, her luster, is revealing Krishna. So what her heart is expressing is creating an illumination that reveals Krishna. That's the way we have to think. So when Krishna is enveloped by the heart and halo of Radharani, how can he not be a revealer or a revelatory agent, meaning guru? Guru, Rupa, Harim Gauram, Radha, Ruchi, Ruchavritam, Nityam, Nomi, Nabadvipe, Namakirtana, Nartanai. The Guru Rup of Krishna is Goranga. I said, no, but I thought, Sakshad Hari, that's true. But how Krishna himself says, I cannot, who's omniscient, because I can't estimate the love that Radharani has for me. He's supposed to know everything. He said, this I don't know. So, he can only theoretically understand it to actually taste it. Sri Radhaya, Mahima Kidushobana Eva, that which she alone possesses. Mahabhav Swarupini Radha Thakurani. Highest rung of cowherd boys experience bhav. The gopis have bhav. But Mahabhav is the exclusive domain of Radharani and, by extension, Mahaprabhu. But Guru Maharaj says very perfectly, Radharani, out of gratitude to her servitors, uh, at the heart of the matter of Gaudiya line, he says, here, taste what we're tasting. Uh, so what's beyond the com- constitutional capacity of a jiva soul to experience by the grace of Sri Guru, she says, here, have a taste of Mahabhav. Not a lot. You, I don't think you can handle a lot, but have a taste. And Guru said, once you've had a taste of that divine substance, not only do all other substances become tasteless, 
all other rasas become tasteless. Therefore, when Mahaprabhu is talking to the Sri Sampradaya Benkatabata in South India, everything's going on very nicely at Chaturmasya. The sannyasis don't travel during that time because of all the rain. They stay in some holy place extensively. We're told every day they're, uh, you know, it's infinite. They're having discussions, quoting scriptures, everything's fine. Taking prasadam. When one day Mahaprabhu says, why is it that your Lakshmi Devi wants to have rasa with my Krishna? In a sweet way. Saying, well, almost teasing a little bit. Venkatabhat, he's thinking, well, ontologically, Krishna, Vishnu, same, 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 but different. Krishna, uh, Mahaprabhu was saying, oh, that's a good answer. I mean, you can make a case for that. Vishnu, Tattva, Krishna. You know. But, but, if what you're saying is true, why isn't she given entrance into the Rasa Leela? That's a little perplexing. As he's saying, well, Rasa is the specialty of Krishna, so she would go to Krishna for that. Yes, but she's not given entrance. Then he starts becoming a little perplexed. It's why Kaviraj Goswami says, the Siddhanta Buliyachite Koral Ulaslok. Don't shy away from these things. They'll actually make you stronger uh, ontologically, siddhantically. And this is not some like esoteric aspect of Krishna consciousness or Gaudiya consciousness. Gurumar says, Krishna is Siddhanta. And it's not like, there's Krishna and then there's this Siddhanta. A few guys are into it. We don't really understand it, but no, Krishna is Siddhanta. Sanatana Goswami is the Bhakti Siddhanta Acharya. Saraswati Thakur says in the Prakrita Rasha Shatadushini, if you don't have some Bandhagyan, you're not actually engaged in devotion. Right? The, we have to be honest. I mean, these things are actually there. Then you go, well, then what are we doing? We're trying to serve people who are qualified. That's what we're trying to do. Shouldn't flatter ourselves uh, beyond that. We're, we're, our good fortune has been accepted by those who are substantial. We're trying to serve them. And we're told through service, through seva, heart to heart, Tene Brahma Hrida, what's in the heart of a substantial Vaishnava, will be transferred to the heart of a sincere servitor. That's our hope. But we will serve anyway, with or as Madhavendrapuri says. And we'll come back to that. Because the point is how to go on in Krishna consciousness when you don't have it. That's what it's all about. Not to pretend you have it or to pretend anything, but is to honestly, candidly admit the very thing you've given your whole life to, 
you do not have, and it may seem a million lifetimes away, do you still want to go for it? Right? Or take what's behind the Mayak curtain. That's the choice. Right? When Saraswati Thakur was giving Gayatri to one of his disciples, remember, these are Sanskritians, they have some sangskar. He leaves the room and outside, he's with another devotee. They're discussing some meaning. Pushpaban, uh, flower arrow. And Gurumar is there and Saraswati Thakur makes a pain face and says, Ah, my target, Krishna. I, I've been trying to offer a flower to the holy feet of Krishna for so long, but as yet I am unsuccessful. And Gurumar said, it was as if to suggest, when he said so long, that he meant lifetimes, thousands of lifetimes. So is this to discourage us? They say, well, if someone takes it literally and says, well, Saraswati Thakur has been trying to do that and he can't do it, then what hope is there for people like us? That's not the message, according to Guru Maharaj. The way Guru Maharaj takes it, oh, Krishna is so high, so noble, so wonderful, so extraordinary, that even after thousands, if not millions of lifetimes of failure to achieve that thing, can't give it up. The pull of Krishna, Karshan, the magnetic pull of Krishna. Right? What does Jiva Goswami say? Sarvashad Guna Vishishta. Krishna is irresistibly drawn. That's why the Braja Gopis, Vishwanath says, after, you can imagine, millions of lifetimes, they've reached this position. Janma karma chame devyam evan veti so they don't have to be, after giving up the body, they don't have to take on this kind of body again, but they get gopi, bop, gopi deho, right? In the womb of a gopi. Then they appear there, the call of the sound of Christmas flute, they're going to the Rasalila and they're rejected. That's enough to, you know, break somebody's heart. In fact, Vishwanath says, what it does instead is ignite a fire of separation in the heart. So just like a king, he wants to eat mangoes. And one of the attendants goes to a mango tree and picks a bunch of mangoes. They just pick a bunch of them and come back. Then when they're in the kitchen, they go, oh, this would be good right now. Put that one in and they go, oh, this one, a couple of days. This one, oh, a little bit longer. This one, oh, here, this one's really ripe. They start separating them. So Krishna gives the signal and Yoga Maya grabs a bunch of servitors. <laughs> this one's ready to go right now. No, this one a little tomorrow, a week from now. But the ones who can't go are told a, a fire of separation is ignited in their heart. What is it analogous to? When you put that mango in the sun, heat it up, to bring it to the fully ripened stage. So separation ripens 
the heart of, of the, even the mature devotee. That's why separation is our savior. That separation is safe to pursue, not union, separation. And what is this all about? So I'm saying that second chapter. But what is, what happens? Third, Mahaprabhu takes sannyas. And what happens after that? They go, he, Nityananda, well, it's Chandrasekhar, some others. They go from uh, Katva. By the way, Madhavendra Puri, according to Guru Maharaj, was born near Katva. They go from there. They start making their way towards Puri. Okay. And then where do, where's the first place they come? Remuna. Right? Do you think it's an accident? It's just like, well, it was on the way, you know, so they put it in the book. It's a nice story, right? Kirchor Govind, nice story. I think they're sitting around telling nice stories. Because right? they just happened to go through this town on the way to Puri. <laughs> Why is that the place? because of the connection with Madhavendra Puri. That whole story told by Nityananda Prabhu, one of his disciples, Mahaprabhu, it's his Param Guru. So he's saying, we're going to tell you something Param Gurudev about his pastimes. So Madhavendra Puri, there, there's some extraordinary uh, certificate is given, right? Gopina steals the kir, steals his own <laughs> bogue, prasad. And as I pointed out before, it's interesting. Why is Mahaprabhu so eager to taste it if he's Swayam Bhagawan? He's already tasted it. Wouldn't it be redundant? He, he is Gopinath in another capacity. Why is he so eager to taste that? Exactly. And now he will relish it as only a devotee can. Krishna doesn't take prasadam. I know that's a shocking revelation. That'll be on the web. Goswami Maharaj said Krishna doesn't take prasadam. <laughs> he makes prasadam. <laughs> Krishna eats bhog. We have a song called Bhog Arati. Bhog means enjoyment. Right? Krishna is supreme enjoyer. Bhogtaram yagya tapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram. He's the enjoyer. Adi Purusha, the original and only male, is Krishna. So he's already taken that as Krishna. But the prasad, that is taken by devotees, right? Danishta, uh, Lalita, Radharani. So he's saying that he's eager for, to embrace Bhakta Bhav, to take the position of a devotee, and not only that, Radha Bhav, Radha Bhava Duti Subalita, enveloped in the heart and halo of Radharani. So there, there, without going through the whole pastime, 
which everyone is mostly familiar with, uh, and how Madhavendra Puri tries to escape Pratista, not embrace Pratista, Pratista Bhagini, Saraswati Thakur says, like a witch. Not to embrace Pratista. He's running in the dead of, he's saying, if people find out about this, they're going to, what's the worst thing? They're talking like, that you're a great devotee. Saraswati Thakur said, if a sadhu turns, a sadhu means one who cuts sharply with unpleasant language. Saraswati Thakur says, if a sadhu becomes my flatterer, he turns my enemy. It's not good for us to hear it. And of course, someone said, Oh, Guru Dave is always praying. You know, yeah. <laughs> because he's like dealing with children, like the children. They do some ugly artwork, and we go, Very nice. Looks like Picasso. <laughs> Picasso on acid, you know, like, <laughs> you know, where he can't hold his paintbrush. No, that's, you have, you know, Paroksha Bada Bedo Yam Bala Nam Anushasanam. You have to encourage. So he's doing that, avuncular, fatherly, grandfatherly. But to those who are near him, he's tearing them to pieces. You know, you're going to hell. You know, he's not telling them, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you know, that's why Advaita was upset because of Mahaprabhu. Remember, he sees him. Oh, he's my guru's. Um, um, God brother, so he's to be revered as guru. Mahaprabhu is showing so much respect to Advaita, and it's driving Advaita crazy. So he thinks, oh, I know, I'll do something to get him angry. What does he do? Start preaching Mayavan. <laughs> Mahaprabhu is ready to beat him. Then Advaita said, now I'm happy. <laughs> Same thing, Sanatana Goswami said, oh, you know, Jagadananda, you're like, you must like him more than you like me because you're chastising him so heavily. Right? It's a Krishna consciousness understood in the inverse. So anyway, that Madhavendra Puri, so this whole thing of him being in Govardhan and then bringing Gopal out, the Anakud, then Gopal appearing in the dream, sending him <coughs> the Puri, he gets all of the... Uh, uh, Chandan, that's important too. And the Karpur, camphor. Right? And then Gopal appears again and says, Give to Gopinath, same, same, but different, he and I. Like, oh, okay. Because he's saying, like, well, he's old, he has to carry all this. But remember, it's Chandan. What's the nature of Chandan? Is that uh, sandalwood? You rub it, and what happens? The fragrance is released. And if you rub it more and more and harder and harder, more fragrance is released. So what does Kaviraj Goswami say? At Mahaprabhu sets it up. I mean... You have to think, the chapter is moving this way. After they've done the whole past and glorified Madhavendra Puri, Mahaprabhu says to Nityananda, Oh, anyone has the kind of fortune Madhavendra Puri has?
Kaviraj Goswami answers that question. Only Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu is asking that to any Is there anyone as fortunate as him? <laughs> the answer, yes, you. You are. Because what he got, and, he, and when did he express it? On his disappearance bed. Not before. It's all there. The Prem Ankur, the seed of Krishna Prem. He's the Kalpaturu. That's why he's got from his limb, Nityananda, Advaita, Paramananda, they're all, you know, he's the Kalpaturu. But, and Ishwarapuri, Mahaprabhu comes in that line, you know. But, it's only at the last moment when he's expressing that. And, and what? What does he have to contend with? And that's why, we, if, if such exalted personality has to deal with these things, what to speak of us? On his disappearance bed, a fault-finding disciple comes before, who had found fault with Mahaprabhu previously, like lured him, what do they call it? Entrapment. Right? Like gave them like, Oh, Prabhu's, I've got Rasgulas, you know, like, oh, how are you like, oh, eating Rasgulas, huh? <laughs> that type of person. How many you had? Once, Srutasrava Prabhu, and I, I mean, I admit this, it was like confessions of St. Augustine, except without the saint and without the August. But... <laughs> We went to Kesidas, and we each ate 30 rasgulas. I mean, actually, literally. Then we went to the Kaviraj, Prabhupada's Ayurveda, and we were going like, we don't feel so good. And he's like, taking the pulse and saying, it could be this. We never told him that we just ate 30 rasgulas. <laughs> I don't know, I just kind of feel like... And he's saying, well... <laughs> So, anyway, why did I say that? Because of tasting? Oh, the rascal being entrapped by uh, Ramachandra Puri. When Mahaprabhu, what's his response to this? He tells his attendants, one paisa of Jagannath Prasad will I now take every day. That's very little. And it's like, breaking the hearts of the devotees. And they're saying, basically, this guy's an idiot. Yet why do you have to take him seriously? But, and Mahaprabhu, well, he's, you know, he, he's saying, he's my guru, he's God. Now the other side of that is coming. He's respecting him, even though he's offensive. So, Finally, it comes to Ramachandra Puri. What does he then do? Chastity He goes, this is not in the Gita. <laughs> you know, this type of starvation program. Gita recommends moderation. Again, giving us... Now Mahaprabhu goes, okay, two pies every day. Double. <laughs> Finally, though, we're told, Srup Damodar can't take it anymore. That's interesting. Lalita Saki has to intervene. Pragalbam. She doesn't like do the, uh, 
you know, the, I don't know what you call that routine. She's sometimes chastising Krishna, sometimes chastising others. So Srivadamadar, on behalf of seeing the devotees' hearts are breaking, it kind of just stops the whole thing. You know, like a referee who calls it, calls the fight, says it's over. So anyway, uh, that Madhavendra Puri, the Ramachandra, as if this wasn't, so he's finding fault with Mahaprabhu, all the devotees. Then on Madhavendra Puri's disappearance bed, when we're told the greatest sloka of Rasa Kavya, of Rasa poetry, and when we hear that, we think, oh, this is probably going to be something really erotic and intimate because we're fools. We're asses. We think things like that. So it's the highest, and it's, in a sense, the most enigmatic. We're told, through this sloka, the door to divine love, Madhura, Rasa, Krishna, Prem, is thrown wide open. And we can't understand what it means. Right? Where, where, what's our GPS? Right? Gurudev once told me that Guru Maharaj explained some things to him. And he said he would, but he would never tell that. But in his final like week or so, he's giving like, like Mahaprabhu at the Mahaprakash, giving everybody what your heart desires. And I would come and uh, prompt him with slokas from Krishna Karnamrita and other places that I know he likes and makes him very happy. Then one day he just turned to me and told me something. And then, and also said, and how you can extract more from that. And I was thinking, I uh, I was thinking, but you, you said you would never... <laughs> I wasn't going to remind him that he said he would, said he would never do that. <laughs> but anyway, so when it's introduced, Kaviraj Goswami, remember, after all this Chandan story of Madhavandapuri, he says, this sloka is like Chandan. The more you rub it or, you know, meditate on it, serve it, Pray to, you know, the more comes out, right? And Guru Maharaj, just while we're on the subject, said this, he said it's like self-dissipation. Krishna kind of, we know we're rubbing against the current of the world and our, our feeble, you know, uh, attempt to serve Hari Guru and Vaishnav, right? But that is very good. He said that attempt to serve is like the self-dissipation of the sound of wood. It's what uh, generates the swarup, dissolves the mundane form, which is biological expression of the soul's delusion, and begins to express swarup, swarupena vibhastiti. So how wonderful is that? But Kaviraj Goswami said, so, at that last point, oh, and this Madhavendra, so Madhavendra Puri, we're told, this is actually spoken by Srimati Radharani herself. Ayi Dina Dayadranata, 
It's a sloka of separation saying, now you're Maturanath, king of Mathura. Maybe you forgot us who can't live without you, can't tolerate the blinking of an eye. Attraction and, uh, I mean, the expansion and contraction of time and space. Rasa Leela, which is a Brahma Ratri, they think it was like the blink of an eye. Did it happen? Maybe I was dreaming. And the blink of an eye's separation from Krishna? Yugaitam Nimishena Chakshusha Prabhishaitam. Sunyaitam Jagatsarvam Govinda Virahename. The world's void. It seems like forever. And Dasko Swami Girindro Jagarayate Tunde Vyagram Tunde Tundayate Kundam Jivatu Rahitasyame. Where he says, Gorman said, takes it a step further. Not only void, but antagonistic. Ra- Govardhan, Radha Kunda. What were the sources of inspiration previously? Now antagonistic. The separation will yield everything. <clears throat> so, in that sloka, Radharani is praying to Krishna and saying, so in your absence, in the absence of you, how will I go on? So in the absence of Krishna consciousness, this is the pivotal point, the critical point. And the absence of realization, and the absence of spiritual progress, and the absence of Krishna, and the absence of Krishna consciousness, and the absence of Guru, and the absence all of this. The devotee will go on with their pursuit, like Saraswati Thakur. He's not dissuaded by the apparent uh, failed attempt at the offering. Radharani is saying, no, my position is to serve Krishna unconditionally. It's not based upon achievement. It's not calculative devotion. That's why what uh, Madhavendra Puri is giving, Raga Bhakti. And what's the demonstration? Who's Mahaprabhu's Raga Mark Diksha Guru? If Ishwar Puri's general guru, Keshava Bharati, who's also sometimes said to be a disciple of Madhavendra Puri. Sometimes they say he got sannyas from him. He is the sannyas guru, told Ramananda Roy is Mahaprabhu's Ragamarg Diksha guru, because it's Saki, Vishaka uh, Saki, right? So, why did I say that? Oh, Raga Bhakti. So, uh, and Ramana, oh, Kiba Vipra, Kiba Nyasi, Shudra Kenenoi, Jay Krishna Tattva Veta Se Guru Hoi. Who's the Shudra in this context? Ramananda. 
within that Vedic social context. He's a Shudra, Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu, uh, right, from the Brahmin family, accepting instruction from a Shudra. Say, Krishna Tattva, Veta, say Guru Hoi. Guru is to be found there, wherever you can recognize that. Krishna Tattva, Bhakti Tattva, Rasa Tattva, Sara, Lila Tattva, uh, Radha Tattva, all these things. So, when Mahaprabhu is traveling, he meets also one such so-called unqualified person. And it's told in that situation, sannyasis would not uh, accept uh, prasadam like at their, or lunch at their house with them. But examining one another, that person first examining uh, Mahaprabhu, he sees a type of, as told in that sloka, who, who can feel this? Radharani, uh, Mahaprabhu, comes from the mouth of Madhavendrapuri, and he said, there's not a fourth person. That's a, but, you know, Chaitanya from Mahaprabhu to Rupa Goswami means like that. But anyway, so this person, he sees Mahaprabhu's type of ecstatic manifestation of Raga Bhakti of the highest order and says in the sloka, Madhavendrapuri Sambandha Dharajani. I can know that you have connection with Madhavendra Puri, otherwise these sort of things cannot be observable. And Mahaprabhu meant, yes, I have that connection. And of that Brahman, he finds out that Brahman, uh, or Shanodia Brahman, uh, disqualified Brahman, Madhavendra Puri took lunch at his house because Madhavendra Puri, he's also, he said, and he initiated me, I'm his shisha. <laughs> Another one. So Mahaprabhu happily takes with him. But Gurumar is like this sloka, Madhavendra Puri Sambandha Dharajani, meaning, and Gurumar's is interpolation, that you have to be able to recognize the substance of something. That's why Ramananda's uh, Shudra, Radhanatha, their Kayasta, all, all it's not, uh, all, all these things are being uh, violated. And the Brajagopis, Arjapatam Chahitva, right? and the Govardhan, the cowmen, they ignore caste and creating more cows. It's all, there's a thread thematically going through all of this. Chitididibidi Raga Radya Radheshadvani, Saraswati Thakur, slackening, who's the Jati Raj, there's no one more strict sannyasi than he. He's loosening things up to extend it to others, Vaikuntha Britti, like that. That's why we're all sitting here fortunate to sit here and on this auspicious day uh, remember Madhavendra Puri by the grace Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Saraswati Thakur, Prabhupada, Guru Maharaj, Gurudev. Like, that's the only way. 
साधु संग साधु संग सर्व शास्त्र को All the shastras, what they're telling us, saru sange sarva siddhi hoy, ek lava matra, a moment's association, sarva siddhi hoy, can deliver everything. So actually, when Mahaprabhu went to South India on that tour, before he gets to Benkata's house, he meets Rangapuri. Another disciple of Madhavendra Puri, that Rangapuri, saying, "Oh, I, where are you from, boy?" You know, he's saying, "You know, Navadweep, sir." Yeah. Oh, I was in Navadweep, uh, Madhavendra Puri. We were traveling. We were there, and I remember being a guest at the house of one Sachi Miss Jagannath and Sachi Misra, and. They so respect, and she was treating us like we were her own children, and she made this mocha ganta. That's what I wanted to say. We should have, someone should have made that today. Did anybody make it? Okay, you know the banana flower, sabji, but uh, and Rangapuri said there was this mocha ganta, that was unbelievable, and. You know, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur wrote like songs about this meaning, right? So Mahaprabhu goes, "That's my mom." You know, like, <laughs> my mom made that. You know. He goes, and I remember there was one other boy. His name was uh, Shankar Ranya. Shankar not isn't something. Oh, my brother. Oh, Bisvarup. So you know, oh, he's Ganga Prapti, Siddhi Prapti. Left the world like once. There was a man who uh, his health was not good. A dear disciple of Guru Maharaj, God brother Gurudev, and I was asking about him, and uh, Gurudev said he's gone to the Ganga to collect portal. And I thought, oh, so he's out and about. He's feeling, you know. <laughs> But that's a the that vegetable only. Uh, grows next to the Ganga, and Ganga Prapti is a what's the word when something is meant to mean something else? Metaphor, yeah, but there's another word. Yeah, it's another word. Euphemism for giving up your body and leaving the world. So he said he's gone to collect portal. It only grows like next, you know. So he's telling me he passed away. He left the world, and I'm going. Oh, so he's out and about, moving around, you know. Really, <laughs> like rolling his eyes, huh? <laughs> anyway. So, recognizing something substantially, like Guru Maharaj saying, Krishna consciousness is not a fashion; it's not a style. You know, it's reality. He said, and it's in your interest to become acquainted with this reality. So. 
and they realize it's infinitely deep. Vrindavan is saying like the bird flying in infinite sky. So maybe, and Mike has first heard this sloka, um, you know, 44 years ago. And it's just mystical, it's mystifying to consider it once a year on this day, but also when we encounter that in Charitamritam, that's enough. It's more than enough. It's too much. Even Guru said, Mukta Anama Pi Siddhanam Narayana Parayana Kotishva Pi Mahamune. One out of 10 million liberated souls is a devotee, a real devotee. Gurumar said, even that's too much. One in 10 million, Gurumar said, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> Not in the 10 million, he's saying the one. <laughs> so try and see how his thinking goes. If you, like he said, if you can honestly realize that you have no devotion, no hopes of getting the, all these, if you're like hopeless, etc., hopelessly insincere, what does Guru say in Prapanaji? I'm suffering from the practical, inconceivable disease of, of being insincere in the intro. Uh, you see, so in the midst of all that, like Madhavendrapuri says, this, 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 and that, and I don't have the thing. Saying, but in the midst of all that, you say, I have no other shelter. I want to uh, keep connection with, you know, Guru and Vaishnav. Through them I have some hope, otherwise I'm hopeless. He said, then you might be a devotee. Might. That's the way. When Babaji Maharaj was thrown out of the mat by Guru Maharaj for attending Sahajiya Kirtan, Guru Maharaj couldn't tolerate that. Threw him out. And he's in Mayapur, meets a Bandari manager from the other one. They go, Babaji Maharaj, I thought you were staying at Mishrinamaraj. I was, he threw me out. What? How? How could he throw out your exalted disciple of Saraswati Thakur? You're this, you're that, you know. So, well, this, and it's right around this time, you know, this annual, like, Sahajiya Kirtan, I went to that. Oh, Sridharmars is done right. You should be thrown out. Yeah. Anyway, after some time, they, Gurudev and Guru Maharaj up on the veranda, and they hear, you know, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, like coming down the road. <laughs> Gurudev going down the Babaji Maharaj coming to Hare Krishna Hare. They take him up to Guru and say, "You were ousted from this mat, correct?" Hare Krishna. Yeah. Then why are you here? He said, "Well, you didn't say I couldn't come back." <laughs> then they went, "Okay." <laughs> However fallen we become, there's always, it's not 
It doesn't exceed the mercy of the Lord and his devotees. When Saraswati Thakur had to reject someone, all the devotees said, well, I want to be like Gurudev, right? If he rejects him, then we reject How can we accept him? We're followers of our guru. That's a Kanishta vision. Saraswati Thakur turned and said, I cannot keep him near me. Just as Mahaprabhu had to send away Kala Krishnas. But Nityananda engaged him. You, as extension, you'll have to engage him. I don't want that he gets no mercy, but I can't keep him near to me because of this. But you shall not reject him. You'll keep him. And that won't be in violation of my order, my heart, my wishes. Actually, if you were to reject him, you'd be going against my heart. So what is Guru? How to understand Guru? Guru's rejecting and telling you to accept. So the yes man, when the king puts the ad in the paper for the yes man, sycophant, yes man, interviewing people, and the first man is saying, do you think you'll be able to do this? Yes, I'll be able to. I think you, you know, I say a lot of weird stuff. Maybe you won't be able to agree with it. They go, no, no, no. I, you know, send them away. Each one, they're maintaining that they, they're the right man. They will, you know, they're arguing with it. Then finally one man comes in. He says, you think you'll be able to do it? Yeah, I think so. Then the king says, you know, I say a lot of stuff that might be hard to agree with. I don't know if you're going to be able to do this. He said, yeah, actually, you know, if I think about it, what you just mentioned, you're right. I'm not sure if I could do this. He goes, no, but I think, I mean, you appear to be, I think you could do it. I actually also think I could do it. And the king said, but there could be like certain times where you couldn't. He goes, that's right, good point. Because, you know, I couldn't always be expected to agree with everything, right? But I think ultimately, I think ultimately, you know, he goes, this is the man for the job. (laughs) That's why Gurman said, are you prepared to follow me and not your own mind? Same thing to Arjun. Sishas teham sarimam tvam prapanam. So, it's only perfect that this day would be, and we say, why disappearance right before Mahaprabhu's appearance? Because it's on his disappearance where this came out. That's why it's so significant. The sloka from Radharani herself. We can't bear to hear it from Radharani. So here it is. She's so great. We hear about her from Madhavanapuri, Mahaprabhu. Krishna wants to reveal to the world how great Radharani is, not Krishna. Others are doing that. He's got his pastime. So many things going for him. Sarvad bhuta samat karla lila kalo baradi 
Atulia, Madura, Prema. What is it about the flute? Kalakujita. <clears throat> Murali Kalakujita. Yadi Gorna Hoita, Tabiki Hoita, Kamori Dori Tamde, He. Radhar Mahima Prema Rasasima Jagata Jagata. That's why Mahaprabhu came to reveal to the world the glories of Radharani, Radhadasyam, Sri Radha Padasevan Amrita Taddatam Isho, Bhakti Nod, same thing. Saraswati Thakur, same thing. Gurumar, same thing. That's when the categorical shift took place. I thought I was a member of the Krishna consciousness movement. <clears throat> when I met Guru Maharaj, I found out what it was that I was a member of. <laughs> or an aspiring. <laughs> I thought, gee, I've been involved with this for 10 years. Like, I did not know that. <laughs> Guru Maharaj is very patient. Gurudev said, requires Sukriti, advanced Sukriti to appreciate Guru Maharaj. He said, everyone can understand how great Swami Maharaj is. Like, if you don't get that, he's saying, but Guru Maharaj, that requires more Sukriti, Sukriti Van. Sumedasa, su bhakti lasitam, <clears throat> su siddhanta. One day Guru Dev said to me, and he said, You and I are both su bhakti sundar and bhakti su dear. <laughs> I said, If you say so. Hare Krishna. Jai Srila Maravindra Puri Tirubhava Mahamahotsav Titi Ki Jai Sri Navaditam Parikrama Ki Jai. What's the other on the calendar, the places of today? We should have some kind of a like. Oh, we do? No, I mean like a hologram <laughs> that just appears. All right, read off what it says. Prodha. Prodhamoy and Bridha Shiva. So you know Vishnu Priya, she commissioned, and that place called Vishnu Priya Bari, Mahaprabhu Bari. Now there's a new train stop there. When I was going get on the train to go from Navadip to Kolkata, this highly qualified uh, scientist and his friend saved a seat for me. They had it all figured out and named Pritam Sukul, if he is watching. Uh, and we had these wonderful discussions. He's, he's a genius scientist in England. 
but he was just visiting home. He's from Vishnu Priyabhari. That's like his town. Within Navadvip, that's where he's from. <laughs> and he's a big science, research scientist in England. So once we had some notion of a Mahaprabhu deity and some devotee was fashioning something and Guru Maharaj dismissed that and he told me, I want you to go to Mahap- he called Mahaprabhu Bari and see Vishnu Priya's deity. He said, then you'll understand. This is the model for any Mahaprabhu. Because what do we hear when the Murtiwala made? Just like we go, Gurudev would go and you see it's a very fine line between accepting and she goes, dismisses that deity, another dismisses, and we're told, Third time she like puts her veil. That's how much it looked like Nehemiah Pandit. So there in the Atma Nivedan Mudra offering, self giving, and the Paduka. When Mahaprabhu, you can go back to your, after taking sannyas. I met, when we were up in the Himalayas, and this one guy, the Naga Baba, they, they've renounced everything, including a name. It wasn't Tagi Baba. Like, it means like, give up guy. You know, gave up everything guy. The gave up everything dude, that's my name, you know. Tagging about, and say, oh, where are you from? Nowhere. You're not supposed to say, ah, you know, I'm from uh, L.A. <laughs> you know? No. They'll just say, I'm not from anywhere. Any question you ask, they'll go, no answer to that. Except I said, like, how come you're smoking beaties? He goes, to pass the time. You know? <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, why did I say that? Yeah. What was before that? About giving up. Mahaprabhu. Uh, yes, but. Yes. Yes. Atman, self surrender, offering everything. There was a, re- a connection. Huh? <laughs> no, but about anyway. Atmanived Mayapur Atmanivedanam. The tallest dome in the Mat is Atmanivedanam out of the nine domes. The last part, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaram, Padasevanam, Archanam, Bandhanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atmani, Vedanam. But it's interesting, Bhagavan say, Doinya Atmani, Vedam. Unless you, if you have 
some mundane estimate about yourself, you can't give yourself. Vishnu Priya has given herself totally much. Oh, the Paduka. That's why I said you can go to your hometown after five years. Mahaprabhu comes back six years, the southern comes back, and everyone comes and we hear Vishnu Priya, Zavadut Marisol. She takes the Krishna mantra, puts a grain of rice in the pot. And that's what she's taking every day. She comes before, there's the big throng, which we know is mixed with gods and goddesses descended in human form, to see Goranga, Raso, Dama, Kamar, Budama, Dura, Dojwala, Ujwala, Tanum. Inconceivably beautiful. How can you be more beautiful than Krishna? If you're enveloped in the heart and halo of Radharani, if you add Radha and Krishna together, 64 and 25, if you need to think of it in some mathematical way, more beautiful than Krishna is possible. Raso Dama Kamar Buddha, Maduro Jalatanur. What is we want to say? 10 million cupids in full-blown cupidity. Kama Arbudha. 10 million cupids. Rasodam, Utam, Udam. Of the highest, most intense, deepest expression of rasa. Full-blown cupidity. How sweet this form. That's why the devotees say, how can you... Because... This divine combination, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Radha Krishna Nahayanya. But Vishnu Priya says the Sachi Mata, there's your son. She doesn't say in another way. There's your son. And she's with, and the, uh, like battered, tattered, Sari, like widow's sari type, not otherwise. Her heart is broken. Taktva sudushta josareb shita raja lakshmin dharmista arja bhajasa yadagadaran. The royal throne of the heart of Vishnu Priya. When you, how, if we say it's so hard to get, then you can imagine how hard it would be to give up. She is giving up Nimai Pandit for everyone. Hadai Pandit giving up Nityananda Prabhu for us. And some saying that that sannyasi who took him was Madhavendrapuri. But so Mahaprabhu realizing the pain that's in the heart of Vishnu Priya Devi. She was 14. He has no Madhura Rasa pastimes, Nimai Pandit. Not with Vishnu Priya, uh, Lakshmi Priya, or Vishnu Priya. There are none. It's an important point, side point. She's 14, like Juliet, but 
you know, to infinity. So what does Mahaprabhu do? His paduka, wooden slippers, sandals, he steps out of them and goes, because he can't, you know, this peripheral vision goes on. Then Vishnu Priya comes, takes those sandals, and she's worshipping those. And they have them at the Vishnu Priya body. Hare Krishna. Dai Sula Madhavan Rapuri Tiro Bab Maha Mahotsabati Tihi Dai Sula Bhakti Sundagavinda Dev Goswami Dai Sula Bhakti Rakak Sridhar Dev Goswami Marazki Dai Giriraz Govardhan Ki Dai Sula Bhakti Bhimalavadut Marazki Dai Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mat Acharja Brindaki Dai Seva Brindaki Dai Samaveda Bhakta Brindaki Dai Jagannath Das Babaji Marazki Dai who else was mentioned? Oh, Bridashiv. Those things, I, you talked about them in the morning, right? Okay, yeah. Navaditam Parikrama Ki Jai. The Sri Gupta Govardhan, first annual Gaurapurnima festival. Like, you know, Thakur brought, um, he had an exhibit, Birds of the Dham. Remember where he did the first one in Mayapur? People were afraid to go there. By the way, on the way here the other day, we saw a, like a, a two-meter snake in the road run over, just d- down the street, run over by some, and man's like, went out like, I'm not going to say what he's going to do with it, but he's not going to throw it away. Let's put it that way. But <laughs> really, it was like from here to here, not two meters, whatever that is. Like that. And Krishna, oh, that's a so-and-so. You know, they're not poisonous or whatever. But I'm just saying, they're here. I'm not trying to scare everybody, but... Govardhan can take any form he wants, including snakes, to, like, do stuff. <laughs> But not that one, but, but anyway. So but people were afraid to go there. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he had to induce, like, so he had birds of the Dham was one thing. And so you could go and say, oh, these are all the different birds and with their songs, like we have the coquille. And the, so anyway, our first annual Gaur Purnima Festival. Hare Krishna, Jai Sri Sri Guru Guranga Jayatak.